0: How to entertain the glory. How to entertain the glory. I want you to follow me up because if I don't teach you this, I'm not doing you justice. You need to know how to entertain the glory. There are two things that I'm going to say How to entertain the glory. How to entertain the glory. The ark of the Lord has entered Jerusalem. And David has placed the ark in the tabernacle that he has built for the ark. And we're going to see how David maintained the atmosphere of glory around the tabernacle. I want us to take our Bible in the book of First Chronicles, chapter number 16, verse 1. First Chronicles. 16, 1 First Chronicles 16, verse 1. They say, So they brought the ark of God and set it in the midst of a tabernacle that David had erected for it. Then they offered burnt offering and placed offering before God. Hallelujah. Let's go to First Chronicles, chapter number 16. Verse 4. First Chronicles 16:4. And he appointed some of the Levite to minister before the ark of the Lord to com- commemorate, to thank, and to praise the God of Israel. Amen. We go to f- First Chronicles 16, verse 7 to 8. First Chronicles 16, verse 7 to 8. It said. On that day, David first delivered his psalm into the hand of Asaph and his brethren to thank the Lord. Yes. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deed among the people. Let's stop there. We read now. I'm going to extract from there what we must do, but I'm just reading Scripture. First Chronicle, chapter Chronicles 16, verse 37 to 42. 1 Chronicles 16, 37 to 42. 1 Chronicles 16, 37 to 42. So he left Azaz and his brothers there before the ark of the covenant of the Lord to minister before the ark regularly as everyday work, at everyday's work required. And Obed-Edom with his 68 brethren, including Obed-Edom, the son of Jeduth and Osa, to be gatekeepers. And Zadok, the priest, and his brethren, the priest, before the tabernacle of the Lord at the high place, that was at Gibeon. To offer burnt offering to the Lord on the altar of burnt offering regularly morning and evening, and to do according to all that is written in the law of the Lord, which He commanded Israel. And with them, Eman and Jeduthem and the rest who were chosen, who were designated by name to give thanks to the Lord because His mercy endures forever. The Lord, yes, because His mercy endures forever. And with them, a man and a the sound to sound aloud with trumpet and cymbal and the musical instrument of God. Now, the sons of Jephthah were gatekeepers. Now, we have read all these scriptures. There are two things that I want to say. When David brought the ark to Jerusalem, David knew that the job was not finished because the ark of glory needed to be ministered to in order to keep the glory being manifested in their midst. So the first thing David did, we're going to learn from David, the first thing he did is he appointed worshipers to praise and thank God continually. So the first key to keep the glory of God in our midst is a spirit of worship and praise. Hallelujah. And he said, there were sounding trumpet and loud music. Some people are disturbed when the glory is there, but that's okay. Trumpet and loud music. And they entertain the glory. Hallelujah. And that day, David ended over. The Psalms, to Azath, and they were singing those psalms before the ark of God day and night. Worship is something very important to maintain the glory. That's why, even in heaven, worship is one of the main things that is the life of heaven. So, without worship, there is no glory. That's why, if you go to a place where the worship is not real, you won't find the glory of God in that place. You will find rituals and empty services but where people give themselves because David has brought the ark back. He knew what cost him to bring the ark back. The ark cost him the life of somebody because he didn't know how to work with the ark. Now he brought the ark and he put it in the tabernacle that he erected. So there was a place where the glory was functioning. Hallelujah. Now I told you the glory functions from within you from now on. So where does worship need to take place? If you want to keep the glory within yourself, where does worship need to take place? You need to be a worshiper yourself. It means anyone that does not engage into worship cannot manifest the glory. We need to be consistent in manifesting the glory, worship. He said, music, praise. You know, when we started, we were bursting into praise song. We were dancing. We were doing it not knowing what we were doing. We were doing it because the glory of the Lord is in the midst, and we need it to entertain that glory. That's why we dance and we worship. So when we come into the meeting and we are dancing and we are shouting, we are not crazy. Oh, I think we are we are not crazy, we are doing something because we know what is in our midst. We need to engage in the spirit of worship and praise and thanksgiving. Remember, sometimes we, we we engage in worship, we engage in praise, and we forget thanksgiving. The spirit of thanksgiving is a spirit of remembrance. Meaning when I remember what God has done in my life, I cannot help but thank him for everything that he has done in my life. So when I thank him, I entertain the glory. Remember, God pours blessing on somebody that is thankful. Why? So that he can continually be thankful. So when you start to be thankful, you are positioning yourself for a continuous blessing. When you start to testify of the glory, of the goodness of God in your life, you are setting yourself for more testimonies. Because testimony attracts testimonies. So if you think that God has never done something for you, you will never get what God wants to do for your life. You need to be thankful. It's part of the glory. Somebody say, "Be be thankful. You need to be thankful. Thank God for everything in your life. Thank God for the breath that you have thank god for you are alive thank god for everything he has ever given you you know sometimes we want so much that we forget what he has already done you have a business you are complaining it's not going well but your friend that grew up with you don't have that business what makes you so special So before you can complain that it's not going well, be thankful that at least you have a business. Hey, Somebody hear me? Before you can complain, be thankful. You are married, you are complaining that it's not good or you are not good. Before you complain, be thankful that at least you have somebody in your life. Some people are still waiting. It, but you don't, you are not thankful. Before you can complain that your children are not good, be thankful that your womb gave birth to children. Some people didn't get children at all, but God gave you grace to have children. Be thankful. Before you complain that your studies are not going well, be thankful that at least you are not in grade one anymore. <laughs> that you have moved. For different grades and you have come where you are. So you look back and you say, Lord, when I remember that I was in grade one, I was in grade two, I was in grade three, now I'm in grade 12. Father, I thank you. Now I'm in university. Father, I thank you because he who has begun a good work in my life shall bring it to completion. I am not, I am not blind to what God has done in my life. Be thankful. Somebody that is not thankful does not live long. No, no. Lack of thankfulness shortens life. Do you know what killed Elijah? The lack of thankfulness. Or what took him to heaven? Raptured him. Because Elijah has killed the prophet of Baal. And when Jezebel spoke, Instead of being faithful that him alone killed 400 people or what, how many hundreds of people? He said to God, I'm alone. It means you are not looking after me. All the prophets are dead. So I'm only lying to be dead also. He was saying to God, what makes me different? If we are all dead, then I will die. Elijah couldn't celebrate his victory because of a fear of death. God was merciful. God said, Elijah, you fear death. I will spare you from death. Because look at his word. He said, me alone, I'm left. We are all dead. So soon I will die. If Elijah had stood and thanked God for helping him, helping him kill the 400, his eyes would have been open. To say, if I have killed the, hundred, the 400 around Jezebel, then Jezebel is no business for me. You have killed those who make the strength of Jezebel, a uh, priests. You have killed those who intercede for her. You have killed those she respect and pay homage to. You have killed those she call gods, and then you are afraid of her. Instead of being thankful, you are fearful. You know, there is a fine line between thankfulness and fearfulness. When you are not thankful, you become fearful. Listen to my voice. The lack of thankfulness leads you to fear. Because when you are not thankful, you are beholding the danger. When you are not thankful, all you see is a trouble. But when you are thankful, all you see is a goodness. All you see is God is so good to me. The Lord is so good to me. Doesn't matter what camp the Lord will take me out of it. I am not afraid of anything because the Lord is my shepherd. That is one thing of entertaining the ark. If you want the glory, be a worshiper. Say to your neighbor, be a worshiper. If you want the glory, be somebody that praises God. If you want the glory, be thankful. Now the last thing I want to talk about in the glory, is called prayer. Prayer. Prayer is the match that kindles the fire of the glory. Hallelujah you know when the power is off and you have a electrical electric stove and uh, you don't know what to do then if you have a gas stove you can just look for a match and then and then cook hallelujah Amen. so prayer is that match that strikes the fire of the glory glory is not just cloud there's fire in glory yeah people think it's just cloud no no by day it's cloud by night it's fire come on I say by day it's and by night by day and by night by day by night when we were going out of Egypt by day it was a but by night it became a fire to keep the Egyptians away So, the fire in the glory protects you. (laughs) The cloud takes you to God's feet, but the fire protects you from the enemy. So, the two dimensions are in the glory. Anyone that walks in the glory is protected. Because there is fire and there is cloud. Prayer. Let me read this in Revelation 8, 3 to 4. And then we're going to pray. So, we're going to pray. Yeah, it's not all about receive. We're going to pray. Yes. Yes. Revelation 8, 3 to 4. He said, then another angel having a golden censer came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense that he should offer it with a prayer of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense, the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. Hallelujah. So there is an altar in heaven. They call it the golden altar. That's a nice altar. Hallelujah. It's there. And on that altar, there is prayer. It goes with the incense. You know, incense also stands for worship. So the mixture of prayer and worship, that was stand before the throne of God. So you need to understand, I'm not talking about intercessory prayers. It can be that we intercede. I'm talking about another form of prayer that's an interaction, a dealing in the spirit. Whereby we we put ourselves before God and we start to interact with God in another level. That prayer that is free from needs, free from concern, that prayer that beholds the master, that can tell the dealings in the spirit, that prayer that sometimes is a worship prayer, but sometimes also can become an intercessory prayer where it burns before the throne. You see why God mixed it with incense. You know, incense has a good smell. <laughs> so, so God mixed the prayer with the incense so that the prayer also may take the smell of the incense. So when prayer comes before God, it smells like a, a burnt offering from the heart of a man and a woman that goes on his knees and beholds the master. You see, a prayer is not just an activity of just saying, thank you, Jesus, for this morning. I thank you for everything is good. Bye-bye. I will see you at 12 when I have lunch. So when lunch comes, thank you, Jesus, for the food. Bye-bye. I will see you in the evening. When you are sleeping, Lord, I'm going to bed now. Watch over me. Bye-bye. We are in the morning. It's not that what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a constant I'm talking about when prayer becomes a mission. When prayer becomes a calling in your life. Where you know that you have to be before the face of God. That's what I'm talking about. And that's what will trigger the fire of revival. And I want you to know that. That I'm not here to excite you. I'm here to speak truth in your spirit. I'm here to tell you that we are at the age where if you are not prayerful, you will be devilful. Yes. Oh, let me put it so that you can understand. Maybe, maybe you didn't understand. When I say devil, I mean devil's fools. Not you being fool of a devil, but you become a fool. Yes. It means when the devil sees you, he manipulates you wherever he wants to. You become like a puppet in his hands. Because when he comes every morning, he just slaps you a bit and he goes in. And he comes at night and he slaps you. And then you are confused. You don't know what you are doing because there is no fire that repels him. There is, no, there is nothing that can tell that devil you can't come here. Because he, your house, he enters your house the way he wants to. He comes out the way he wants to. There is no fire. There is no altar that is screaming against him. comes in and when you are sleeping it strangles you a bit uh, you wake up something is pressing me in my chest demons are dancing on you and you are like what is going on lord the devil need to know ha, ha, ha. the devil need to know your name if the devil doesn't know your name, you are in trouble. Yes, he said, Paul, I know, Jesus, I also know, but you, you are unknown, and because you are unknown, I can mistake you. The devil needs to know, Ha! What's your name, my friend? Rome. The devil needs to know that there's a room staying, where are you staying? In Rockland, Northridge The devil needs to know, if I want to take Northridge, I can't Rome is there And I I can't It's forbidden territory It's forbidden territory Because Rome is sitting in that area So I, I must look for another area you know why God wants you to stay in that area, so that it can be a a a a, a, flight, a, a forbidden flight zone for the devil. That's why you are staying in that area. Don't be like everybody else. Because of your presence in that area, witches must say we can go everywhere except there's a ring of fire around that area because somebody is staying there, and I know who that person is. Yes. Yes. There's an altar that is calling us tonight. And we want the glory. There's altars that, 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 that regulates the affairs in the glory. There are protocols that need to be followed for us to be carriers of the glory. Yes. I, I, I travel to my village with my dad and they are the burial. I've never seen something like that. They, take some part of a dead person like the hair, the nails, and they tie it up and they put it on a stick. It's like a wood. And two people put it on their head. And then they ask these people, who killed you? And these guys... They are are possessed by a devil when they put that. Then they go with that thing and they go hit the person that killed that person and they discover the witch. So I was sitting there and I was looking, I was young. And then they will ask, who is going to die soon? Then they come in turns and they stand in front of somebody. They say, this one is time soon. Then they have to do sacrifice about that. So this guy that was doing all this, he was like the guy and then we were all there. So when the burial was finished, he forgot he has to travel to another place, but there was no lift. So, so the only car that was available was my father's car. And, and, and when he finished, he went and took his stuff off, and they said that one of the son of this village is traveling to that direction, he will take you. So he came, he stood, he said, which car are you talking about? They said, this one, I'm not getting into this car. I'm not getting, I'm not getting. He refused to get into the car. He walked, he said, I'd rather walk. So when he was walking, my father said, This is this fool. We are passing him now. He walked the hall because he couldn't get into the car. It was a car. I was young when I saw that. I said, My God, I want this. I want this. Somebody will will say, I want to get in your car. In the road, he said, Stop, 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 I want to get out. One day I was with my, I think my, my wife or children. Then there was ladies uh, They stopped me. When I'm alone, I don't stop because I know you guys. So I pick up a prostitute. They, I don't stop. So because I was with my children, I stopped. She climbed. I said, do you know which car have you climbed just in? She said, which car? I said, it's a gospel car. She was sitting like this. She said, know what to do? I said it's fine I can take you to town I preached to her antique town she couldn't wait for me to stop the car so that you can get out God is making his appeal tonight Is looking for people that can entertain that glory look at Obed-Edom Obed Edom, David went and repossessed the altar, the ark. You know it's like a repossessed car. They repossessed it. Because David says, no, this is not yours. It's mine. But Obed Edom followed the ark. And when David put the ark in the tabernacle, he said, I'd rather be a gatekeeper. In the house of the Lord that lived in the palace. Him and his whole family, they relocated. They relocated from where they were. We read it now. Him and his children, they left their hometown and they came to the city of David because they said, We have seen that when you have the ark, you are blessed. I'm not staying in my town anymore. I'm coming with my children. (laughs) Him and his whole family. And when they came, they couldn't have access to the ark. So they said, we'll be gatekeepers. If we cannot get in, we'll stand at the door. They were gatekeepers until the end of their lives. Because they saw what the ark could do. So that when the ark was in my house, they were all blessed. So I say, I'm not departing from my place of blessing. I'm not departing from God. You know, some of the people want to leave God because something is going wrong. You don't understand what you are doing. You don't depart from the ark because of a trouble. Doesn't matter what trouble is in your life. Stay as a gatekeeper. Say, Lord, maybe, maybe I'm, I don't understand all this, but I'll be a gatekeeper. But I'll be a gatekeeper. Very gatekeepers. they understood the ark they say say, even if i'm not a deacon i don't need to be a elder i don't need to be a deacon i want to be close to the ark that's all i want i i I don't want position i want to be next to the ark so even if i have to wait here and sleep at the door and, and sleep at the gate i will be a gatekeeper in the house of the lord He could have said, I'm also a Levite. I want to be inside there. David said, no, you don't go inside. He said, then make me a gatekeeper. Make Because he understood what the ark stands for. You see, when you want the glory, you cease from seeking position. Somebody listen to me. When you want the glory, you die. From seeking position in the house of the Lord. Yes. You come to a place where you say, if I say I must be a cleaner, I have a cleaner in the house of the Lord. If I say Sunday, I just move the chairs, I just move them. If I don't give me any work, I will come in the morning and I will celebrate the Lord before the service. I am a man on a mission. Yes. But when you don't have glory, you fight. You fight. I want to be a deacon. I want to be an usher. No glory, no glory, no glory, no glory. Say to your neighbor, oh, no glory. No glory, no glory. When the glory comes in, when the glory comes in, you are not fighting opposition. You are fighting to be visible from heaven. Even if they don't know me in the church and the Lord knows me. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm just fine with that. If I don't give me a position, and the Lord knows me, I'm just fine with that. And I will look in the house of the Lord where there's a need, and I will just step into that need. Even if I don't appoint me, I'll do it as a volunteer. I will say, "Can I clean the chairs? Can I set up the chairs?" Because I want the glory. Amen. Amen. Go. When you are in the glory, jealousies, competition, they drown. Imagine Obed-Edom. The ark was in his house. It means he was kind of owner of that thing. For six months or what, he slept. When he woke up, the ark is there. When he's going to sleep, the ark is there. One morning, they say it's finished. They took the ark from him. Huh? And then they don't make him a priest to work with the ark. They make him a gatekeeper. And he does not take offense. Offense comes in the room because people don't know who they are. When you know who you are, offense is gone. Say, offense is gone. When you know who you are, offense is gone. Tonight, God is calling you. You have fought for nothing. Now you must expose yourself to the real thing. Very soon, there's too much demons out there for you to fight in the house of God. If you want to fight, beat the demons. Leave the people of God alone. If you want to pick up a fight, I can show you where to go and pick it up. Hallelujah. Save the, the glory. So the Lord says even if you are not a good singer, eh, try. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. I'm not saying because I'm a good singer. I don't like to hear my voice. Sometimes I regret why I sing. sing. (laughs) But in the moment, in the moment, I can't help but sing and because you can't sing 24 hours, buy some CDs fill your house with the glory of God let your house be invaded by the presence, put those CDs on everywhere you go, in your business, people you say, "Have you becoming a church now you say no, I'm attracting you here I'm attracting clients by attracting the glory here, set up a system where God is always elevated in your business, play songs Play worship song in your cars. Fill your cars with the presence of God. In your house, fill it with the presence of God. Instead of leaving the TV just on and no one, just put songs. Just, 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 just put songs so that when, when, when demons are passing in the street, they just jump to the other street. Because <laughs> do you hear what I'm saying? It is an instruction. We are in a time where the glory is breaking through so you need to entertain that glory you need to entertain that glory you need to entertain that glory you need to set a time for prayer yes during the day just choose a time even if it's 10 minutes let it be an, a meeting point with you and God where you are serious about it and from that altar incense is given hallelujah Amen. I say hallelujah you will never lose again in your life. You will, I say you will never lose again. It's finished. The trouble is over. I say the trouble is over. I say the trouble is over. Be intentional about what I told you. You will see the result in your life. I say be intentional. Be intentional. You will see the result in your life. Be intentional about the glory we're finishing my God so you're going to stand up and we're going to pray hallelujah Amen. we're going to pray you can pray in the spirit you can pray can you, can, you, can you pray tonight can you pray and say to God Father I am a living tabernacle Amen. fill me with your glory that must be your prayer. Hallelujah. Fill me with your glory and pray and say, Lord, I want the devil to know my name. I can't be anonymous in the spirit. He needs to know who I am because of the way I walk with you. Hallelujah. And when you get home, if, you, if you're going, you're leaving your house, I advise you, just put some worship music when you are going. Just leave it in the house. You don't need to pick up the volume to annoy your neighbors. But do it in a way that anyone that enters your room, there is an altar. Yes. An altar that is saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Can, you, can we open our mouths? Let's pray. Let's pray right now. Let's offer, let's offer a, a sacrifice of praise and prayer in this house. Pray.